Hey guys, welcome back to the Trainer Feed. We are your hosts. My name is David Bravo. We have Angel Sanchez. Yo. We have Jacques Delajure. Yes, everybody. Um, and here, uh, you know, we're about to get it done. You know, we always, you know, long day. We're here in the afternoon, chilling. But I did want to start off our, this uh, episode with basically just saying how we want to thank everybody that's been listening to our podcast and watching our videos. We've seen a little bit of an uptick in, in some of the views, and we thank you for that. If there's any questions or any concerns or you have any ideas, just, you know, shoot it our way. We'll definitely try to make it happen. Um, how are you guys doing? Doing well. Pretty good. Nice. Pretty what good. Alfie, no complaints. Uh, you don't bring Alfie to the podcast sleeping. anymore. You embarrassed? That's your chest. Sleeping in bed. I don't even care. He's like, <laughs> he's like, nah, no paparazzi. He's like, no, no filming, no cameras. What's the topic for today? So today we're going to be talking about rest times. So I'll be giving you guys some of my strategies for rest time and what I've found that has helped me in my experience as a trainer and also my experience as a weightlifter. Um, when it comes to time and rest, you have this big, well, first of all, there's this big misconception. I believe that if you're not gasping for air at the end of a set or a workout, then you're not having a good workout. I think that's a very big misconception and it does lead to a lot of issues, I think, for a lot of people. Um, not saying that you're, if you just go work out and you're just like completely fine, you know, you do want to challenge yourself. You do want to be able to give your body that external stimulus to actually produce change. Um, but when it comes to rest times and in, in my field of, of, uh, I don't want to say specialty, but in, in what, I, what I do, weightlifting rest times are very important in terms of getting your body to be at a hundred percent to get to, to lift again, to lift at a very, you know, sub-maximal weight, but relatively heavy, you know, 90% of your one rep max. And you have uh, kind of like, what is it, like two or three schools of thought when it comes to rest times? Like the first rest would be like from zero to 30 seconds, right? And if, if, if you're like doing like a Tabata, right? Or, Jacques, you probably you're better at the Tabata stuff than, than me, but I think it's like, what, 10 seconds rest? 20. 20 seconds of what? 10 seconds of rest. Okay, yeah, yeah. There you go. So you have that type of rest. Then you have the other rest, which is like up to four to five seconds to a minute, which I think is more into the uh, hypertrophy zone or whatever it is that you want to call it. And then you have a minute to three minutes max. And that's kind of like the realm of powerlifting and just general strength training. Um, in my experience, when I've been working out and I'm doing sets of five or heavy sets of three, then, you know, giving yourself two minutes – two and a half minutes of rest is very important because you want to give your body the same amount of rest to get back to as close to 100% as you can to lift that heavy weight, right? Um, and I think it's, it's very important because you don't want to get hurt, A. And that's the biggest thing when you have a lot of these uh, fitness fads where it's like, you know, you just go, 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 go. You know, you're lifting something at 85 to 90% of your one rep max, but the goal is to do it as fast as you can, which I completely blows my mind. I think it's dumb. But, you know, I think a lot of, like, you know, a lot is uh, important in terms of getting your, getting your body ready, getting your body warmed up. So what are your thoughts in, in terms of what your rest times would be in terms of how you train people, depending on their goals, of course? I'll take the first leap of faith. 
Uh, and I'll talk about a little bit what I do with most of my clients. Generally speaking, I give them about a minute. Um, Even with so, your marathon training and like running stuff, like how would you do that too? Yeah. So that, that might be a little bit different. It, it is case dependent. So a large part of it is um, figuring out what the goal is and then trying to extrapolate whether it's more endurance based, if it's more hypertrophy based, um, and if it's more strength or power based hypertrophy being muscle building for those who don't know. So, you know, obviously with endurance, you can go a little bit lighter with the rest times, um, or lower with the rest times, I should say, and then lighter with the load and hypertrophy, you know, you can kind of be in the sweet spot sort of in the middle. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum where you have like your power and your strength base, you should definitely be getting, um, a lot more rest to the point where you feel like you can give another hundred percent of an effort. It becomes a little bit tricky to do power based in my experience, power based and strength based work with clients, personal training clients, just because it takes so much time. And then, um, a large portion of the workout is dedicated to like one or two lifts and that's it. Like no accessory work, no, you know, trying to, you know, throw some, I don't know, spice it up a little bit. It's just like rest, like take a chill pill, sit down if you need to try not to lie down, you know, things like that. So in my experience, I think uh, in my experience, most of the clients are doing one minute, but in the endurance based stuff that can always change depending on what we're trying to do. So I know I spoke a little bit about heart rate recovery last time. And sometimes when you bump up the intensity and you need them to be able to recover a little bit faster, you got to do some of that Tabata work. And that has, um, implications that can strengthen up the heart, um, myocardial hypertrophy it can grow the heart then it can pump more blood with each, with each beat. So, you know, there, there has been some work on in that spectrum to playing around with that. But then even after that's done, even after that's said and done, just having a bigger rest after the work sets are finished, um, helps with the recovery. So like just playing around doing like, let's say if you're doing Tabata, you can't do Tabata for an hour. I know there are some athletes out there, like try it. Do there group classes that are Tabata for 12 minutes? Yeah. But they're also like, I think we spoke a little bit about this before, but they're, um, high intensity, steady state or hiss. So it's not what it looks like on Instagram and it's not what it looks like uh, when you pass by the class, you might be seeing the bouts going on. You're just like, how the hell is it happening? Um, and the form is deteriorating, but it's, it's, a uh, it's definitely workable. And then afterwards there's like a pause so people can recover because you can't just go at it, you know, for as long as you possibly can, then you'll just hurl and pass out. It's all it's also with different loads. I think that's something to take mind when you do some of those exercises. If you're doing rows and you're doing, say, a bent over row with a hand on a bench, you we could, let's say we all did it at 50, 60 pounds, just an example. You're probably not doing any exercises in class with that kind of weight mm -hmm. because you're, you're, as you mentioned, your heart rate is elevated. Mm -hmm. There's little to no recovery time. If you did those rows by themselves as strength work, say on a Monday, you're, you're probably giving yourself, as you mentioned, Angel with clients between 30 seconds and 30 to 90 seconds recovery. Whereas group, if in a class it's hiss, it's likely you do between, you know, if it's time, anywhere between five and 10 reps, five and 10, 15 reps, but it's lighter loads, 
paired of other exercises, it's a, it's a different stress. So it's fair to just assume this, those other variables, because we mentioned rest is affected, then load and um, workload is also varied. So it, I, think, I think that's something that people can sometimes, as you mentioned, you see it from a class and you think, damn, they're going great. They're going at it. And you, you don't know how much they're lifting and you don't know if they just had a rest. You don't know. So it's just kind of hard to, to assume, you know. Yeah. Once you get in there, I feel like you'll have a better pulse as to what they're doing and what the work rest ratios look like. But I like even the music is, um, uh, damn, I had the word at the tip of my tongue. What's, uh, what's the name of the word when you're like, um, psyching somebody out? Pumping, pumping up. No, no, no. You, even the music. So the music is like crazy loud right and it gives you the false perception that the class is wild and crazy too um but if the music was taken out of it you might see the class and be like okay maybe that's not that crazy also the sound of like 40 people or 20 people dropping dumbbells at the same time makes it sound like oh my god everybody's lifting as much as they can but it's the the, everything happening in unison gives you the false perception that's that that that's happening similar to like when you youtube you know alien videos and then they played it do 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 and you're like oh my god i believe it i believe (laughs) right so it's giving you that false illusion of um something happening but um i was also going to piggyback off like some previous thought that uh ah, damn i lost my train of thought too much caffeine i'll circle back though go down a rabbit hole (laughs) this is the alien the ufo thing (laughs) i do believe (laughs) Uh, oh i remember what it was um when you're training your clients and you're doing some of these power-based things that might be only one or two movement patterns and have a larger rest time, just being able to let them know that that's what's going to happen if that's their goal, right? So if their goal is to get stronger and you want to see real numbers being put on the board, then telling them this is what it's going to entail and this is what it's going to look like. I think David does a good job with his clients in letting them know that this is what they're signing up for because you know, you might see other trainers and other clients do stuff and you're like, how come they're doing 15 exercises and we're only doing three, right? They're doing five times the exercises. Like, cause that's what you want. (laughs) Right. But I think David does a good job at, um, letting the clients know that this is what it's going to be like before they go out there, because you don't want them to be disappointed or feel like your sessions were misrepresented. Um, the other timer on, Put a two-minute timer. Timers help, but sometimes people get caught in conversation and they get a little bit, you know. Nah, then I'm like, hold about... that thought. Go lift. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so there's that. And then the other thing that I was going to talk about, piggybacking off of Jacques' point, is that in some of these group fitness classes, you'll have um, compound movements. So the complexity of the movement pattern is also something that you got to take into account. So it's not only like the load. It's not only... Um, how many exercises in succession are they doing, but also the complexity of the exercises. Cause you might not do like five compound movements back to back. You might have a compound lift then accessory, then another accessory, like single joint movement pattern, another single joint movement pattern. And that kind of helps spread the love so that people don't tap out quickly. Um, also mixing it between like upper body and lower body. So that also, um, 
is taken into the equation. There's a lot of stuff that's gets, that gets taken into the equation in regards to group fitness classes. I know Jacques has been taking some classes. He was at yeah, a you class saw me yesterday. Day. I was stripping. My yeah. shins are sweating. So he was a wep. Yeah. He was a wet ass person. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you clarified that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, uh, but yeah, cause it's in a class I won't use. I mean, maybe it's just me, but there are people a lot stronger than me, obviously, but I don't use anything ever heavier than 30 pound dumbbells and 30 pound dumbbells. If you do a couple of reps, uh, we uh, just generalizing, but there's heavier weights out there and, most most frequently between eight and thirty pounds the weights used. There's no one using a hundred pound dumbbells. No one using a pair of hundreds, at least not that I've seen. And because the intensity is 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 such that you need more recovery time to be able to do x amount of reps of that exercise paired up with three four other exercises. And it's just it's the intensity. It's just it's just as though if someone would do a run and a sprint. The sprint is as fast as they can go, but they can only sprint for what max five to twenty seconds, maybe it's thirty like seconds. Five to ten. Right, I, I, was, not, not, true well, I was thinking maybe like a two hundred meter run, like is yeah. about fifteen yeah. seconds. I think. But right? There's the like different. Said, there's different phases though. The wad said sprint. <laughs> do a one rep max snatch. Sprint for ten minutes, and then do burpees <laughs> for time, all within a minute. So, minute, you gotta man. do it, Jacques. How you sprint for ten minutes only within a minute? Yeah, <laughs> I get the time well, machine. That, but that's just just as that example. That that's an extreme example. So. Well, so but but the point being was with the sprint and the running was if you mm. sprint for about five to fifteen seconds, say, and if you run for twenty minutes, if you look at the intensity is different, so the output looks different. Mm-hmm. You might feel as the sprints walked you harder, but this the, the slow tent the the longer run might have a different feel. I mean, it's gonna have a different feel. I'm saying it for just thinking out loud, but that's just a way to think about it with strength training and different intensities. If something as a high intensity or high intensity steady state class, lower loads, but go for a long period of time where strength is almost more like one of those sprints. If I use that analogy, you know, like the deadlifts, if you do five of your max deadlifts, you're not going right away and doing five burpees or five muscle ups. I think that's just the one thing in some of the exercises and classes and on wads, they'll have five, six of the most strenuous exercise in the body paired in one. I'm just, uh, maybe I'm just weak probably, but I see that. And I just think that's just a lot. And and, and also workouts I haven't liked were here. I got another rabbit hole. No, real quick. Well, I think the best workouts are wearing it. It uh, does the, um, oh man, the, is it called the vertical loading? When you load upper body, then lower, upper and then lower. And you, and you go between the two. So if you go from one access to the other, the other one is somewhat recovering before you go mm-hmm. back to another one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's say squats. I mean, squats are a whole body, but you know what I mean? Like a squat, then a push up, then a lunge, and then a pull up. Like to kind of go between the two and break them up. You know, so I just think it depends on the programming too, but without raveling off too much. Yeah, the recovery is really important, you know, and even, yeah, so it's setting, setting the kind of like framework and letting your clients know if these are your goals, these are the rest times that are appropriate. And this is the kind of work that we'll be doing to help you focus on it. And that helps to have that discussion early on. And then, um, 
just follow through with it because there are going to be times where either you want to say something to your client or they want to say something to you and the rest time should be the rest time right because at the end of the day we have only so much time and um we just got to make sure that we make the best of it cool all right let's wrap this uh this short one up do you guys have any plans Oh, I have a pretty big one, but I'll let you guys know about it after. Oh, another project. There you can call that. You can call that. All right, Jacques. Shit, my bad. Sorry. How about you, Angel? I'm just chilling, bro. Just chilling. Oh, okay. All right, just chilling. Yeah. All right, bye, guys. Later. See you, guys.